Welcome to Five Element Alchemy, Nature's Ancient Wisdom for Evolving and Awakening Your Inner Sage. I'm your host, Pauline Kehoe. Let's get started. Pauline, I'm super happy to be with you right now. Today, I want to talk about the yin and yang symbol, which is so important. And the thing is, is that I I don't really watch TV. There's certain things that I like to watch, and there's and there's something that we watched last night, and we had to watch it with commercials, you know, which we muted. But I was shocked to see that a pharmaceutical company had a an ad. And the yin and yang symbol was at the center of it. Now, it was in a swooshy thing. And if you didn't know what yin and yang is, you you maybe would have missed it. But it does have, there is an effect for everyone. If you, if you have any idea about what it is, it, it leaves an impression that maybe that this is something that's good. And and it's not. So anyway, so let's talk about yin and yang. And I do have an image that I want to share with you here of, um, let's see. Uh, let's see. How do I share this? Share. Sorry. Got a slide. Okay. Um, Okay, so sorry, I didn't I didn't know I needed to do things like this to get to share my screen. Let me just share my screen and uh, share my screen, share screen. Okay, here it is. Okay, so uh, let me see if you. Okay, here we go. All right, here you go. So here is the yin and yang symbol. Um, and I love this image and I uh, pay for it. I didn't create it. I paid for it on Adobe and um, all sorts of stuff like that. So anyway, so what's important here is typically what we see is this. This is a really powerful two-dimensional image. But it's not a two-dimensional concept. So the cons, what yin and yang stands, stands for is dynamism in every moment at all times. Okay. So, so there's a perspective that um, I am going to try and share with you today so that you can take it on as yours. Okay. So that's the key here is that you take it on and understand what this means because it's definitely not two-dimensional. So let's talk about this a bit. So first there's oneness and notice that the yin and yang symbol is in a circle and that represents through these two aspects of yin and yang, it's oneness. And then there's two sides to it. Uh, the light side, the white side is the sun. And the way to think about it, it's just a good representation of the sun because it is the most powerful uh thing that we know of in the world right like it's creating warmth um for earth and you know all these other things that it's doing but it's light it's active movement it's um it's direction it could be you know 
an example of a soccer game, you know, this running, this activity, it's also considered the male in, in, um, in regards to the black um, part of the, of the yin, which is considered the female, which means the female is more receptive. The blood in your body is actually yin. Okay. And so, and it's, and the moon is represented as yin. And so typically yin things are at night. And so this aspect of yin is, you know, black. I mean, you can think of a Star Wars scenario, which is really prevalent, <laughs> what's happening right now in the world, but it could be good versus evil, white hat versus black hat, um, this type of thing. And, but, in all regards, it's like, it's not one or the other. And what is missed actually a little bit in this um, example, and I'm gonna show my um, thing, are these dots that are here. These are actually dots in the actual yin and yang that are being utilized to create this amazing example here. But within the yang, there's always a dot of yin. And within the yin, there is always a dot of yang. Okay, so that in itself creates this balance. So in every moment, there's balance, whether we witness it or not. So the thing is, is that what I want to impress upon you is that there's this dynamism that's happening all the time. And there are things that are happening in your body. And I feel like that's maybe an easier way to, ex to express it. Like blood is being created in your body right now, and you don't have to think about it. You, you know, thank goodness. And if you've seen some of my other videos, I talk about this. And, and there's so there's so many different things all the time. And it's almost like those old kind of um, I'm thinking of those plastic things or they used to be glass that are like oil and vinegar and you move them and and they're kind of moving through each other in this wavy like thing. That's the yin and yang. OK, so it's not this linear two-dimensional representation that everything is always this, right? Because we don't know where we are right now in this symbol. I, I have an idea, a strong concept about where we are right now. And it is a tension at the edge of maybe here, something that's like maybe at the edge of one versus the other it looks you know it looks and it may appear that there's you know all black if you want to look at it like this or dark hat or deep state i'm gonna say it because it's real here and there's only a little bit of the white hats but that's not the case i actually think it might be more like this but there's, a, you know, the thing is, is that that's the thing that we need to talk about is perspective, because the next thing I want to show you is this other image. And let's see if I, um, how do I select that here? Let me see. Stop share. And let me share this other image. And go. Okay. All right, so the example I want to share with you right now is this image. And this is so amazing. So I could talk for hours on this. I'll try not to talk for an hour on this. Okay, so here we have, it's nighttime. It's dark. That's the moon. 
So what does the moon represent in this image? Because nighttime is the yin, yin, and it's the female, it's receptive. The water is very yin right now. It's not moving, right? So if there was, if there was a lot of turning in the ocean, and this looks like an ocean or a bay, if there was a lot of turning going on, that would be a very young representation of the water, okay? But here we have, it's pretty still. I can see that there's some wind here because there's a little bit of rippling effect happening in this reflection, but mostly it's clear. So in this moment, what is young? The moon is young. Even though in relationship to the sun, the moon is young, is yin. So the sun is young, the moon is yin in relationship and perspective of each other. But in this moment, the moon is young because it is lighting the way, right? How many, how many turtles and, you know, you're not supposed to pick a turtle up and, and change its path. It's, it's overly disruptive for them and they are being guided by the moon. Okay. So many animals are guided by the moon. It's the, it's their perspective and the direction, right? If you're religious and you know, anything about the Bible, which I, frankly, I'm I'm not. I, I grew up sailing. That was my religion. <laughs> so um, is Mother Nature. So there's no mistake that I'm in the five elements. Okay. And so the thing is, is that um, in this moment, the, the moon is young. It is representing the light, the sun, the direction, let's say, of where you're going. And then we can see so clearly it, through this example. Now, one of the things I want to share is I did grow up um, in Florida. I actually grew up in Miami sailing. At nine, I was a, a competitive sailor, which was really unusual at the time. There were only like three women in, in Florida, and one of them was my sister. And then uh, only a few other women around the world. And, and where we sailed is where like the Navy SEALs and Olympians and all sorts of people came out. So anyway, so we never had hurricanes ever growing up. <laughs> I think David was the first one that got close and it turned and went up the coast. So it wasn't this repetitive thing that's happening kind of a lot right now and creating a lot of destruction. It just didn't really happen very often. And we can look at many, many different things about why that is. One of them is, is they're cutting down the rainforest <laughs> and there's a flow of energy that's happening. Okay, so um, when I went to acupuncture school, the Five Element Academy was down in South Florida. And this, I was there after a whole career. I came back to Florida. I went to school there. And it was the year, it was this year that there were four, four hurricanes that crossed over Florida. And um, there was an image of the state of Florida. And it's like, we are here because you couldn't see it because it was under all of these hurricanes. And I had rented a house in Hollywood, uh, Hallandale or Hollywood area. And, um, and we had boarded it all up. And I, and I decided I was going to stay there. And I was I was asleep and the storm was supposed to hit and it was very dark. When you have all of your windows boarded up, it is dark. <laughs> and I I went to sleep and at some point I woke up and it felt like there was a light shining in my eyes. And I woke up startled because 
that's I'm alone in the house. My animals are with me. The storm is approaching. There's, you know, no light coming in. But what had happened, which is so interesting, is there's that, you know, above some doors, there's those dome shaped windows. There was a dome shaped window above the um, front door of this house. And we've, I have forgotten to board it up. We, everybody forgot. Anybody who was there helping, we forgot to board it up. And the moon had moved and it was shining right through that window. And it and so the perspective for me is that if I'm if I'm sleeping here head to toe and a door is off this way and then there's a little hallway with an opening and the front door is right over there. Somehow the light bent and it got straight to me. I mean, I could kind of see how it would be possible, but it came right to me and it was in my eyes and it woke me up and I was startled. And in that moment, that's young. It's a flashlight to the eyes. So so what I'm talking about here is perspective. Your perspective shifts based on what's happening for you or what's happening for the people around you. And it's super important. So in that moment, I wouldn't think, oh, the moon is always yin. Why is it bright? The moon, I mean, the moon's always bright, but in relationship to the sun the moon is yin. And I'm going to show this image again of the yin and yang here because I want to make this, I really want to drive this home because I feel like we're in a moment here where everybody needs to be very conscious and aware of yin and yang. Okay. So right here, this is typically, I mean, this is the yang. See, it, it is representing here the way this illustration is that this would be the yang inside the yin. But the moon in relationship to the sun is considered yin, okay? And it's when your perspective shifts and changes that it becomes something different. Okay, so why is this important? Like, you know, you might be like, oh, well, if you're here this long, you're like, well, if you said, who cares, you're gone. But if you're like, oh, hmm. So the, this dynamism is happening every, at every moment. And even though, like, I just found out that there were these uh, fires in Colorado yesterday. And I actually have a friend, I guess it was the neighborhood that she grew up in. And, you know, I don't know if the house that she grew up in burned, but there are people, family or friends, close friends that still live in the area and their house burned down. So it's really a terrible thing. So here we are in winter, which is considered you know, very, it's, it's yin compared to the summer, which is yang. Okay. So we can look at that comparison and notice that perspective is quite large considering the seasons. Okay. So now we're in winter and there's fires happening. Yang, major yang event where it burned down um, somebody's house. Okay. So the thing is, is that the Tao is oneness. And within it is yin and yang, but the oneness is, let's say, enlightenment. The Tao is uh, the 64 hexagrams of the I Ching, which uh, gets into so many different things. Like Lao Tzu wrote poems based on the 64 hexagrams, and they're all about the five elements. And it's all about awareness and consciousness. And the key is, is that we're born in this state, at least this is what we understand, and we we go out and we experience life and 
you know, make mistakes and learn from them and do all these things. And we're coming back to oneness. The ultimate is to have peace, harmony, happiness, become conscious, aware, and present before you pass on to your next life. If you believe in afterlife or um, another life or whatever it is that you believe in, but it is about having this completion during your lifetime and evolving in your own consciousness and awareness. All right. So the Tao is this oneness place. And when you're in the oneness, it is about that life still keeps happening. It's that your perspective to life changes. And that's a key, key thing to think about because it's all about perspective. Now, as somebody who, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people, and I haven't talked about this yet here, but I'm, uh, I'm 54. When I was, the first time I was in the hospital, I was in the hospital for three weeks at seven years old with a bone infection in my wrist and um, heavy antibiotics, crazy, you know, all that kind of stuff. My arms are the same length. <laughs> so, but when I was 16 and a half, and I always say that half is important. I got a thyroid disease, but nobody was looking at a 16-year-old in the early 80s for thyroid disease or, in the you know, early to mid 80s. And I, and I was living in Miami, which is when the Scarface and the, all the drug stuff was going on. So it seemed likely that I was, I was likely more on drugs than I was having a thyroid disease. <laughs> you know, it's like that's the perspective that was really more obvious. And although I, I don't feel that my parents actually believed that at the time, but I was, it was really off. It was really disturbing. I had a lot of issues. I couldn't walk up the steps of our house. I would just be winded and all these things happened. And, and finally, um, I was diagnosed by the head of the medical school of the university of Miami medical school. He drove past our house every day as did many people. Um, I lived in Cro coconut grove and he pretty much walked into our house and diagnosed me on site with a great, what's called Graves disease, hyperactive thyroid. And, and the reason why I mentioned that is because it's hyperactive, it's excessive. Um, it's, it's on this, it would be considered very young, but what happened is, is that in Western medicine, it's not looking at the holistic, it's not looking at the whole person. It's looking at, you know, the definition of what defines what somebody's given, you know, something um, given the context of a definition of a symptom or a diagnosis or a disease. Okay. And so um, I'm really grateful to Dr. McKenzie. I'm sure he's no longer on the planet. This was a long time ago that he actually solved the problem because it was a huge problem. And over time I've had maybe like eight surgeries. So you can look at me and you can't see, I, I, this is my second thyroid scar right there. You can't see what's happened for me. And, um, and then I got thyroid eye disease and you also can't see that because I had the surgeries. I actually have my lower eye sockets knocked out. <laughs> so, and my eye, eyeballs went back into my head. And so I, I lived through with a deformity I call it a deformity because it was because I was stared at and pointed at and ridiculed. And it was a very painful thing. 
from uh, my senior year of high school, um, maybe a little bit before then, all the way through college. I had I had my antibodies were record level high and they couldn't figure it out. Okay, so why am I bringing this up? I'm bringing this up because my perspective radically shifted through this experience that I had. Just radically. I mean, I it to, it completely changed my my thought process, how I view the world, how I view other people, how I view how I need to know what's happening for myself. That is primary to me. The questions that are super important to ask for yourself are what, well, what, why, how, when, where? I mean, these are really important questions. And whatever's happening in the world today and for yourself, understanding your perspective is key. Okay, so if you're interested in self-awareness, that's what it's called. That's what it is. If you're seeking transformation, you know, transformation does not happen without self-awareness. First, you need to be aware. Now, if something just happens and, and it's transformed, celebration. You know, I'm the first to applaud and celebrate those types of things. But oftentimes the self-awareness and transformation are very closely connected and tied together. You know, you can't really pull them apart like DNA. I mean, you can pull DNA apart, but, you know, in a, in a science lab, but they work together. OK. And so in perspective, it's super key and important. And now just to touch a little bit on this medical thing and then I'll get off of it because I don't want it to be all about that. I want to, I want to bring out what's important. When I, after I had my thyroid removed twice <laughs> um, and got the thyroid disease and all this kind of stuff. And I went to college and honestly, I had no reason. I can't believe I, I got through four years of college. And I mean, it was a blur because I had just so much stuff that had happened to me and that were, was going on. And I come from a very Midwestern farm family. My dad was a doctor started ethics program and all, you know all sorts of things that i never felt right i never felt good and i used to always go and i didn't go to the doctor's office i went to the university of miami medical school this one building i went into not an office and they took my blood because i was a really bizarre case and so they were studying it and stuff like that and I would say these things to them. And no, these were really nice people and they were experts. And I was asking holistic questions, which I didn't know. I was asking holistic questions. I was actually like, how do you know where my blood levels are supposed to be? We never took them before this. You know, like they were figuring out things based on the studies of what they felt was the right place for me to be. And the answer always was that I was doing something wrong. Whatever was, if I wasn't feeling good, I wasn't eating right. If I was gaining weight, I wasn't exercising enough. If I was doing all these things, it was my problem. I was doing something. It wasn't the medication and what they were doing for me because what they were doing for me was correct. Now, <laughs> much, much later, so... So it was over half my life, probably still is over half my life. I struggled in the challenge 
of trying to figure out what was going on, what, where, how, how, why, when, you know, these major questions. And I probably came out of the womb as a why baby, like why, why are these things happening or trying to understand these different things. And I've come to the conclusion that I was under medicated for 13 years. So that's my perspective. Okay. So stay, stick with me. So in the world today, what I witness and within the yin and yang, and this is my perspective, is that people have gotten to this place where they just want somebody else to tell them what to do. Just tell me what to take. Just tell me what the answer is. And as a, a healer type, and I don't know if I want to use that word, but I've had a master's in five element acupuncture now. I got my master's in two, the early 2005. I quit my first career and went to school in 2002. So I've been doing this for 20 years. Is that so often people just want, you know, if you have an issue and listen, I understand pain and I understand the experience of thinking that tomorrow will be different and then it's not or it's worse. You know, like so many different things because this, this disease I have is, called an autoimmune. So it gets into a whole bunch of other things. But so this pain and this agony of like, of seeking solutions. And there's this place where to be in the yin and yang of the awareness and consciousness is not just give me the answer. As nice as it is, if we could have the, and I am the first person to let be like, crystal ball, tell me, I love Vedic astrology and Western astrology and psychics. And, you know, I love all those things, but ultimately it comes down to me. What, what is my belief in what I heard? Was it fun and interesting? Was there one morsel out of all of that that I can take that's going to change my life and my perspective? Oftentimes there is. It's not that the whole context is needs to be totally accurate and 100% on board. It's that if I get one little needle in the haystack that means something to me, it's powerful and important. And that is the perspective of yin and yang. There is not, it's not all yang and no yin. It's not all, you know what I mean? It's not this way. It's, it's dynamism in every moment. So what's happening in the world is that we, I feel, and listen, I'm a Gen Xer. I, as much as I have had to battle just about everything for my own health and stuff like that, I feel, you know, my perspective is now laziness. I never really got into politics. I just figured that somebody else was doing it and was doing a good job because that's what they were doing. And I've always heard glimmers and weirdness, weird things happening or, you know, the things, but there's this perspective and, and, and we're at this moment right now where the tension is so great that the thing that's the most important for everyone is to know what's happening within yourself is to know, is this correct for me? Not, did somebody tell me to do this? I'm a rule follower. Why? You know, it's like I'm laying down for somebody else. You know, I, when I'm teaching about the heart in the fire element, the heart, I always talk about the king and the queen. And the thing is, is that the king and the queen is the heart and it's about being aware present and conscious on all levels of the body mind emotion and spirit 
And, and, and that is not rule following. That is being aware, present, and conscious for yourself. What is right for you? And the perspective of what's right for you cannot happen if you just agree to everything, right? It's like, I mean, maybe it can, because in if we were living in a perfect world and there is no perfection, then we could trust everything that's happening, let's say. but. But to through history that that is not that is I have never seen that through history, any history. And so and so there's always this fluidity that's happening at all points in time. And I just realized that, Alan, my husband and I are supposed to be in our car right now. (laughs) And so I'm going to have to make this a part uh, a part one and a part two. So I apologize. But. And then maybe that's a good thing because it'll give you a chance to think about this. But if you are seeking an answer, tell me what to do. That is not consciousness. Now, if you're in pain, and and again, I understand it. I mean, really, honestly, I, I know you can't see it. But it's pretty crazy, some of the stuff I have been through. And, 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 and everyone, oh my gosh, the stories, human beings are so amazing. And incredible and dynamic and evolve and heal. And I mean, really, it's so powerful. But the thing is, is that perspective changes. So please look at the yin and yang symbol and look at that image of the moon and consider it. And then I'll come back with a part two later on today. All right, you guys. (laughs) Bye.